Hilltop Radio presents The Great I Am Show, live now. Enjoy. Shalom, everyone. You are welcome once again to The Great I Am Show, and this is your host, Joak Masari. Welcome once again to a very spirit-filled session. We're going to spend a wonderful time in the presence of the Holy Ghost. There's so much to talk about. There's so much to know. There's so much to understand. There's so much to know about with respect to the word of god with respect to who you are in christ a word is coming and this word is capable of changing you this word coming is capable of making you know god even more the word that is coming is exposing you onto higher truths is exposing you onto deeper truths you are welcome once again to the great i am show and i am your host joaquin masari we are returning and this our maiden edition of 2020. We were on a break over the Christmas till now and we are back. We are back with even greater words for you. We are back with even greater exposés for you. There are so many things, as I mentioned, to understand, to know, to come to uh, knowledge. There's so much and the Lord is ready to speak to us today. Are you ready to listen? Are you ready to accept? Are you ready to believe? Are you ready to run with the word? This word is here once again, and I bet you for sure you are going to be transformed by it. I just want you to give me your attention for the next few minutes and be blessed. Just before we begin, I want us to just pray right now. Wherever that you are, I just want to lift up a prayer right now. Begin to speak to the Holy Ghost about the word of God that is coming to you, the mighty word of God that is coming to you right now. You want to pray that you, 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 you are setting yourself in that stick that you are ready to assimilate the word. Begin to stir up yourselves right now. Begin to speak in other tongues right now. Begin to stir up yourselves that every part of you is permeable unto the word. That every part of your senses are sharpened for the word. Libruno Shetali and Tarabakuksha tea and Teledi and Paduskedi and Teledi Bakuksha. Kepeti and Taledi Makapa Dilian Paro, Seprandeledi Mikisa. Lekatili and Paro, Seprandeledi Makuskatari and Taledi Beduksha. Lepa Remaka Dilian Paduk, Seprandeledi Mikuzam Prandeledi Makuksa. Levian Teledi Menu, Zivian Teledi Menu, Zivranda Ladian Teledi Makuksa and Dilidi and Duze Ipiandili di Makaya. Lakandeli di Menusha and Dilian Patuskatian Teledi Makapa at Dilian Parabadosha. In the name of Jesus, that every part of us is ready to receive, every part of us is ready to become, every part of us is ready to metamorphose into the word of God, into what the word is talking about. There is a standard that has been set. There is a level that has been set in the word that is coming to us today. We are praying that we shall meet the standard. We are praying that we shall meet this height. Remember, as I said, you are praying that every part of yourself is permeable unto the word. Today, you want to hear the word of God than you have ever heard. You want to experience the word of God than you have ever experienced. You want to be accompanied by a transformation, by an effect, by the results, by a testimony of the word that you have never experience before get ready right now wherever you are and pray 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 
Jevadili di makuza anteli di makaya taya. Lima santeli di makuza andara bakuzi iyanteli di makaya. Lika pari anteli di menusa. Leke peri anteli di makadi anteli di makaya. Lima santa di makuza anteli di makia. Kepe di anteli anteli di menusa anteli di makadi anteli Lima Sanda Riantele de Makaya, that Liampa de Lidimikuxan Tarimandusa, Kepeti and Tele de Maca, Kipa Tele de Mandi and Telele Bacusa, Ziman de Lenimiki, Zantaya Balabaco, Lepeti Lidimazu, Prunus Ketian Tele de Maca, Lekepi and Padi and Talia Padi and Padi and Padi and Paya, Zedian Tele Lenimiku, Zanta, Rabacux Kedianta. Ima zante ikadili anduri antelelele makayata. Ima shada, lima shada, lima shada, karabashata. In the name of Jesus, Holy Ghost, make us ready today. Holy Ghost, whatever part of ourselves that has never received the word, today may we receive the word. Whatever dimension in us that has not been exposed to the word of God, that has not met the word of God, today we are meeting it in the mighty name of Jesus. Jee maka. Ki bandalari ampa zi pandele de mekiza araba sandele de mekuza. Ki baro si prandele de mekuza amparyandele de mekiza andulia parabaya. Ki pandele de makashata araba kazata. You're going to bring your prayers to your close right now. As I said, in case you just tuned in, this is the Great I Am show, and I am your host, Joachim Masari. You are welcome to a place being filled with the Holy Ghost. You are welcome to a place being ready to be transformed by the Word of God. There's a word of God you need to be aware of today. There's a word that the Lord has for you. There's a word that the Holy Ghost has for you. You being tuned in today is not just random. It is the will of God to listen to a word. He has a message for you. He has a prophecy for you. He has a word of elevation ready to lift you up from wherever that you are. Even into a higher realm. Even to a higher realm of operation. Even to a higher realm of testimonies. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Jesus for today. Thank you that you have gathered us here once again to be transformed by your word. We are excited. We are happy. We are glad to receive the word that changes a man. To receive the word that makes a man into what it talks about. Thank you that this word is here. Thank you that your power is here. Thank you that your anointing is here. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Welcome once again. I want us to go to the book of john chapter 11 john chapter 11 now john chapter 11 talks about the death of one great friend of jesus christ that was lazarus and there is there are a lot of incredible revelations incredible truths that are in there that we need to know they will change us forever don't allow yourself to just be familiar with the story because there are just so many new things that we are going to be exposed to. So many new things that we are going to know. And not just you, I'm also excited to know about these things. I'm also excited to speak about these things. I'm also excited to be enlightened on these things. The Holy Ghost is ready to speak. So as I said, let's go to the book of John, John chapter 11. We are starting from verse 1. Now a certain man was sick, named Lazarus of Bethany. The town of Mary and her sister Martha. Verse 2. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore, his sister sent him unto him. 
saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, The sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of the Lord, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Verse 5. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. When he had heard, therefore, that he was sick, he abode two Hilltop days. Radio. Still in the same place where he was. Then after that saith he to his disciples, Let us go into Judea again. His disciples say unto him, Master, the Jews of late sought to stone thee, and goest thou thither again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in the day? If any man walk in the day, he stumbleth not, because he seeth the light of this world. But if a man walk in the night, he stumbleth, because there is no light in him. <laughs> Verse 11. These things said he, and after that he saith unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go, that I may awake him out of sleep. Verse 12. Then said his disciples, Lord, if he sleep, he shall do well. Howbeit Jesus spoke, speak of his death, but they thought that he spoke, he had spoken of taking rest in sleep. That Jesus said unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And I am glad for your sake that I was not there. Mm. To the intent ye may believe. Nevertheless, let us go unto him. I'm reading verse 15 again. I am glad for your sake that I was not there. To the intent ye may believe. Nevertheless, let us go unto him. Verse 16. Then said Thomas, which is called Didymus, unto his fellow disciples. Let us also go, that we may die with him. <laughs> oh, verse 17. Then when Jesus came, he found that he had lain in the grave four days already. Now Bethany was nigh unto Jerusalem, about 15 furlongs off. Verse 19. And many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Then said Mary unto Jesus, Lord, if thou had been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee such powerful faith jesus said unto her thy brother shall rise again martha said unto him i know that he shall rise again in the resurrection of the last day jesus said unto her i am the resurrection and the life he that believeth in me though he were dead yet shall he live and whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die believest thou this she said unto him yea lord I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. John 11, verse, verse, verse 28, in case you just joined, we had verse 28 of John chapter 11. And when she had said so, she went her way and called Mary, her sister, secretly saying, The Master is come and calleth for thee. As soon as she heard that, she arose quickly and came unto him. Now Jesus was not yet come into the town, but was in that 
pleased where Martha met him. The Jews then which were with her in the house and comforted her when they saw Mary, that she rose up hastily and went out, followed her, saying, She got unto the grave to weep there. Sorry, I just lost track of the scripture. Verse 29. As soon as they heard that she arose quickly and came unto, unto him. Now, Jesus was not yet come into the town, but was in the place where Martha met him. Verse 31. The Jews then, which were with her in the house, and comforted her, when they saw Mary, that she rose up hastily and went out, followed her, saying, She, go, she goeth unto the grave to weep there. Then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also saw also weeping which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. That Jesus Christ. He says he groaned in the spirit and was troubled about the assertiveness. Jesus, okay, verse 37, and, okay, let me even go to verse 34. Let's not skip the other scriptures. Verse 33, when Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled, and said, Where have ye laid him? Then said unto him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. Then said the Jews, Behold, how he loved him. And some of them said, Could not this man which opened the eyes of the blind have caused that even this man should not have died? But you see, he had even something greater to do. Verse 38. Jesus therefore again groaning in himself, cometh to the grave. It was a cave, and a stone lay upon it. Jesus said, Take ye away the stone, Martha. The sister of him that was dead saith unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he had been dead four days. Jesus saith unto her, Said I not unto thee, that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And I knew that thou hearest me always. But because of the people which stand by, I said it. That they may believe that thou hast sent me. Hmm. And when he that had spoken, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes. And his feet was bound about with a napkin. Jesus said unto them, Lose him and let him go. Hmm. We end in very soon. Then many of the Jews which came to Mary and had seen the things which Jesus did, believed on him. But some of them went their ways to the Pharisees and told them the things, they told them what things Jesus had done. Then gathered the chief priests and the Pharisees, the council, and said, What do we for this man do at this many miracles? If we let him thus alone, all men will believe on him. And the Romans shall come and take away both our place and nation. And one of them called Sapphias being a high priest on the senior said unto him, you know nothing at all nor consider that this is expedient for us that one man should die for the people that the whole nation perish not 
and this speak he not of himself but high priest that year he prophesied that jesus should die for the nation and not for the nation only but that he should gather together in one the children of god that were scattered abroad then from that day forth they took counsel together to put him to death now this is a very very mighty story of jesus christ we may be aware of the story but there are certain details that we may not have got and there are certain revelations that the holy ghost wants to show us over here now listen very carefully we're going to put out some notes from here now first of all in verse 4 we realize that the bible says that jesus christ was made aware that lazarus was sick so when the news came to him lazarus was sick but we realize that from calculation of the days, we realize in later verses that he had died for already four days. That means by the time that the news had got to Jesus, he had died already. But Jesus Christ says something that, you know, he said this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of the Lord. Because he understood that the situation, no matter how bad it was, it's just a greater proof of we seeing a greater glory of God. What does that mean? We don't measure the ability. We don't measure the testimonies. We don't measure the deeds of the Lord according to what he has already done. So we see a certain situation. We've never seen a solution come out from it. So we say, ah, as for this, there's no way out. No. What Jesus Christ is revealing unto us over here is that a new challenge, a greater problem, a more complex issue, uh, an issue that looks more like it's impossible to deal with, is that very one that is going to show a glory of God that we have not seen. Yes, the disciples may have seen the glory of God. Yes, the, the followers of Jesus, the, the other disciples of Jesus may have had seen, witnessed Jesus performed miracles, but he's saying that the glory of God is going to be shown through that state that Lazarus was in. What is that? So, we are seeing that we don't care about the situations that we find ourselves in. All we know is that there's a glory of God we have not seen. We are glad about that situation because we are going to see a glory of God we have never witnessed. Do you believe that? That is what Jesus is, is communicating unto us. That is what he's ministering unto us. That there is a level. There is a dimension. There, there, there is a depth of the glory of God. There is a covering of the glory of God that we may not have seen. So it's not about this situation that you've not entered before. It's not about this matter that you have not witnessed before. It's not about the states that you have not seen before. Jesus Christ is saying it is that the glory of God shall be revealed. Come join the rest of us. Have you come to that place of seeing and understanding that every occurrence is an opportunity for the manifestation of the glory of God that we've not seen, that we've not witnessed? No matter how negative it is, no matter how much we've not seen it before, he says, there's a glory of God that we have not seen. There's a glory of God that we have not witnessed. That situation came your way to show you that glory of God you've not seen. To bring you into that realm of God you've not been in. To bring you into that realm of testimony of the glory of God that has not yet been manifested in your life. It didn't come to destroy you. 
It didn't come to put you unto death. It came to bring you into the glory of the Lord. It came to bring you into the anointing of the Lord. It came to bring you into that realm of the Lord. That is why it came. So we don't get discouraged by it. We don't, we don't give up by seeing it. All we know is that, hey, there is a level, there is an experience I've not had. Today, I'm going to see it because of this situation. This situation is going to let me see a manifestation of God in a way I've never seen. How much do you believe in the works of the Lord? That you see situations and the first thing that comes to you is not about how difficult that situation is, how discouraging that situation is, but it's just all about how this is an opportunity. This is a door to see the glory of God you've not witnessed. This is the dimension of God to witness what you have not witnessed in the Lord, what you have not seen in the Lord, what you have not, what you have not, you have not come to realize in the Lord. That is it. Now, there's something else. So that's one thing that we should note about about the fact that Jesus Christ was revealing unto us that the situations that we ent- entering, the situations that we encountering, they are only going to let us see, witness a depth, a revelation in the Lord that we have never experienced. It's not one that is meant to destroy us. It's not one that is meant to send us unto death. It's not one that is going to discourage us. It's not one that is making us going to give up on the Lord. But what should first come automatically, what should first come inherently within us from us is the fact that we're going to witness a glory of the Lord, the glory of the Lord that we have never experienced. There's a higher depth in the Lord. God is summoning you onto a deeper fellowship with him by witnessing a newer and deeper experience and ability of the Lord. Because when you realize that ability of the Lord is going to open greater revelation unto you of who God is. Because your work with God is according to the revelation that you have of this Lord. The greater the revelation you have of the Father, the more intimate of a relationship you have. We see Moses write things that we ask ourselves. How did he know this? How did he know this? How did he know about creation? How did he know what God was saying that day? How did he know what God was thinking? How did he know the purpose of the Lord? How did he know these things in the beginning when there was no man? He had walked with the Lord. The Lord had manifested himself to him in so many ways that he had discovered these truths. He knew the ways of the Lord that he was following. He understood his ways. He understood his testimonies. He understood his abilities. He knew the Lord he is with. What do you know of the Lord? What do the situations tell you of God? Now, as I said, let's move on to something else within the story. Now, Jesus Christ, at a point, we realize that he said unto God that, hey, Lord, answer me, hear my cry. And then he made a statement to, to the Father that, look, I'm not making this statement because I know that this is this this because I, I think you are not hearing me. But no, I hear you. I know you hear me. I'm speaking that day who are with me will believe that I'm speaking with you. That day who are with me would know that I am with you. That you have answered me. Now, what is that telling us about a certain level of faith? Can you come into that relationship of God that is not about asking him for things? It's not just about about 
crying unto him. But you've come into that place that you know the very things that are on his heart towards you. That you are not crying to him like he's withholding from you. That you are not you are not you are not desperate on him like he's withholding something from him and he's not hearing you. But you have come to that re- relationship and revelation in the Lord that you know he hears you. He knows your needs. He knows your deeds. He knows your wants. He knows. He knows. That those very things that are necessary unto you. He knows them. Have you come into that place? Because Jesus was quick to correct himself on that note. He was very quick to correct himself on that. You know, let's go to verse 40. To verse 42. Verse 40. John chapter 11. Jesus said unto him, Said I not unto thee that thou, that said I not unto thee that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And I knew that thou hearest me always, but because of the people which I stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou has sent me. Did you follow that? He says, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And he's saying, he's even saying this just because, not because he knows that he's not hearing him, but he knows the Lord hears him always. Are you walking in that faith level of knowing that the Lord hears you always? You know that he hears you always. Now, the next thing then is about, are you speaking in righteousness concerning his will? That you know the answer. That you know he's hearing you. And you know he's answering you. Or you are always unconcerned. Is the Lord hearing me? Is he knowing my voice? Is he is he realizing what I'm saying? Is he is he noticing me? Has he realized what I'm worried about? Has he realized what I'm troubled about? Has he realized what I'm talking about? Have you come to that place? Because that is where Jesus Christ wants you to be. But he actually making these statements that were written. He wants us to know and understand that hey the lord hears him always and that's the place you need to come to because jesus is that role model jesus is that standard for us that we should meet and he's saying unto you that hey when he was speaking unto the father that he said lord i know you hear me always do you know the lord hears you always and when you pray you're unsure about it you are not even sure whether the Lord has heard you. You are not even sure whether your prayer is producing results. You are just unsure about it. No, 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 no. He's saying unto you. He's speaking clearly unto you. He's making you understand that. Look, walk in that place. Walk in that room whereby you know that the Lord hears you always. The Lord has his voice. Always being sent towards your matter the lord is always speaking concerning your matter so come into that place whereby you know that the lord hears you always the lord you see the more you are thinking the lord doesn't hear me the more you are closing the door to that relationship it's like i'm in a relationship with you and always you are feeling you don't understand me you are going to cause yourself never to even hear from me because you feel i don't get you you feel i don't understand you you feel i don't know what you are going through that is going to inhibit the relationship that is going to affect the relationship 
Come into that place of faith whereby you know, you understand that the Lord hears you. You understand that the Lord hears your prayer. You understand that the Lord knows what you are going to. You understand that the Lord is very concerned about your life. And he has his ears on you. That he's hearing you and he's fixed on you. He's fixed on your matter. He's fixed on your life. His mind is stayed on you and your mind is stayed on him. He wants you in this place of belief. He wants you in this place of faith. You know, sometimes we're praying and we feel like, oh, no, the Lord is, is not hearing me. I think, let me just say it again. I, I think he's not understanding. I, I don't think the Lord, he has heard you. No, that is different from you are in prayer and you are stirring up yourself for something to manifest. Yes, you may go on for hours because you know you are not ending the prayer till those doors that are preventing your manifestation are falling, till those doors that are closed are open, till those things that are inhibiting your movements are falling, till those things are falling. Yes, you stand up yourself in prayer for all these things to fall off because you know there are certain things that the earth is working on you, that the flesh is having against you, that the kind of world is, is setting up against you, that is causing you to not move forward, that is retrogressing you. Yes, you'll be stirred up praying until there is a change. Praying onto a level until you are realizing the change. But you speaking to the Father, you should know one thing. He hears you and your prayer has been answered. He hears you and he is answering it. Once it is his will that you are talking about, because you only speak his will when you are connected to him. Once it is his will, he would answer. Once it is his will, we will you would see the results. Yes, upon the hill. <laughs> The Lord is listening to you. The Lord's ears have not been turned away from you. He wants you to have faith. Have faith in your prayer. Have faith in your relationship with God. God is calling into greater depth with him. That hey, you see situations and you are glad about it because you know that if there's a new situation I've not handled, I'm going to see a new dimension in God I've not seen. I'm going to see that God I've never seen. I'm going to know him in a way I've never known. So you're excited that this is a door for you to know the Lord in a way you've never known. You are excited that this is an opportunity to know the Lord in a way you've never known. Lord is calling you into that place of faith in him, of belief in him. That you see situations and you're excited about that new level of God you are going to see. That you know he hears you always. You don't doubt the relationship. You don't think he doesn't get you. You don't think he's not understanding you. You don't think he's not listening to you. No. If you are not getting answers, then it's, it's two things. Either you are not praying right because you're not praying unto the Lord. Or you are not even praying according to his will. You are not even aware of his will to pray concerning that will. He wants you to come into that place of that oneness and jesus christ is showing us that way jesus christ is showing us that level jesus christ is showing us that dimension in the lord jesus christ is showing us that depth in the lord coming to a deeper place of relationship with him i want i want to challenge you right now to raise your faith in the lord raise your belief in the lord you see situations should remind you of a new ability of the Lord you are yet to witness. You are yet to see. Glory, 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 hallelujah. Now, also, just as the second part I was saying that he said, Thou hast heard me. 
Do you know that the Lord has even heard you before you speak? Do you know that you, you have him on your side? Do you know that you have him listening to you? Do you know that you have him ready to turn unto you, to summon you unto him, to bring you unto him? He wants you there. Your greatest revelation will bring you into your greatest relationship with the Lord. God bless you, everyone, for joining us today on the Great I Am Show. I believe you've been blessed mightily by this word. The Lord is calling to a place of deeper revelation and relationship with him because that revelation you're going to have of the Lord is going to lead you into a deeper relationship with him. That relationship would only be built on your belief in him, your faith in him, and even in situations that it reminds you of his authority and presence in your life and not when you see situations you forget about that law that is in your life then that means you are not really connected to him you don't really believe in him this is the word that is coming on to you today i thank god so much that you've been brought into a place of higher faith and revelation in the lord let us pray holy ghost thank you so much for your word Thank you so much for your mighty word that has come unto us. Thank you so much that we are being changed. We are coming to a greater place of relationship with you because our revelation of you is being opened day in and day out. Even in situations that seem challenging, even in situations that seem greater than us, your word has come to bring us into deeper revelation, into deeper relationship with you that we may know you more. We are alert, we are on standby, we are eager, we are anticipating to see the manifestation of your glory in every situation we encounter in our lives and the lives of others. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for this. We believe in you, we have faith in you, and we know that you have heard us. Thank you, Jesus, for this. Amen. God bless you so much for joining me once again on The Great I Am Show. I remain Joachim Masari, and this is The Great I Am Show. God bless you so much. See you next week on Tuesday, 6 p.m. Get some other friends to listen to this wonderful time in the Lord that they will also be blessed. God bless you so much. See you next week. Bye.